Epic gumdrop, sweeter than a parody Christmas song. It's beginning to look a lot like board it, games. Jeff, what are you doing? I'm just no parody. Sing. Co- oh, no singing. Hey, Jeff. Hey, James. So, are, My- you, are you still ready to do this podcast, even if you're not allowed to sing? I'm a little disappointed, but I'll pull through. You were singing many a Christmas song before we started. <laughs> there was. <laughs> Oh, I like how uncomfortable I just made you there. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're like, oh, is he going to demand I sing? I them? can't remember the rest of them now. Like I was, <laughs> don't call me on it. Don't call me. Yeah, on it. that's basically it. <laughs> I I don't know what Christmas songs are at this point. I'm very confused. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I think the world has had enough of my singing. It's very confusing trying to fit all of these what we're going to talk about today yes. into song form. But we've nailed it down to the uh, the twelve days of board games. Yeah, that just yes, could, we planned that. Yes, it was absolutely. not happens. No. Not from us, professional podcasters. No. So today, uh, to follow up the last one we did where we looked at uh, possible board game gifts in a variety of uh, totally random and uh, useless categories. Yes. Today, we're doing a very useful, uh, more of a top 40. This is the, I would call them the best board game Christmas gifts. Yeah. Let's call it that. I mean, there's others, but these are these are 12 good ones. These are 12. <laughs> they fit within 12. Try to undersell it some more. I guess these are board games. Yeah, I mean, some of these are games. They they've got board. a board. You can buy them. You cannot buy them. Some don't even have a board. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Get a pack of cards. <laughs> and we're done. Let's carry the theme through, though. All right. Because, uh, you know, I think you should go for it. So mm. on the first day of board games, your true love gave to you. King of Tokyo or New York. <laughs> uh, Tell us to, about this game, James. Two to six players, 30 minutes of gameplay, nice and short. Lots of people can join in. It can play pretty much any age group. Yes. Uh, my daughter was four when she started playing this. She loves this game. Mm-hmm. We all love it. Um, you roll dice, you battle opponents, and that's about it. Yeah. Tiny little board and big chunky dice. Um and monster cutouts, which and you can't really go wrong that way. No, and they get upset if I don't bring out the monster cutouts. I'm like, you, well, how would you play without the like, monster uh, cutouts? Can we shave 30 seconds off this and not? No. 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 This okay. is a game about monster cutouts. It is. And little, yeah. It's light, quick. Uh, even though it's just a battle game, it yeah. is fun. Everyone loves it. Nobody feels like they're being picked on either, which is the magical part of this game. And it's the fun of rolling fistfuls of dice. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the whole, yeah, we all love it. I, it was interesting hearing somebody uh, hit on that, though, that I was like, why does this game work? And it was like, oh, because if something bad happens, it's just because it had to happen. And right. it wasn't like I attacked you specifically. Yes. You end up as King of Tokyo it's, this just because you have to. The, I rolled these dice and that's what I had to play. I can't not play these. Yeah. yeah. It's a lack of decisions almost. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm done being in Tokyo. Then someone else ends up in Tokyo. It's a good game to play with people when you're like, ah, I don't know if I really want to play a game right now. Because because yeah. it's not a brain burner. No, it's it is it is it's like a, it's like a bag of popcorn. It is. You know, you just you eat it and you lick your fingers and you go, oh, that was pretty satisfying. But because it's designed by Richard Garfield, who did Magic: The Gathering, and uh, what's this game? He, you know, he's just uh, is he, that a? You've never heard of that one, right? Is yeah. that a? It, oh, I, the Robo Rally. It guy. didn't sell very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's fine tunes things mm-hmm. to perfection. Yep. And that this is it. It is yeah. like a perfect game and it's light and easy. Yes. And if you're looking for a real brain burner of a super sophisticated, you know, four hours of fun, this isn't it. No. But your whole family will like this. Yes. You yeah. have to like the sound of rolling dice because. And you could buy this for someone and that is an on gamer and they would get it. Yeah. I think I, they would enjoy it. And it's hard not. You it's, look at the box. You want to play it. It's better than Yahtzee. 
mm-hmm. because it has monsters. Right. Yeah, I think this. <laughs> I think he was saying actually yeah. this was inspired somewhat by Yahtzee, but yeah. there he wanted to change the mechanic and have mm-hmm. more interaction or something. Yes, if you want to play a game over Christmas with grandma and grandpa and the cousins and the uncles and everybody, this this game, yeah, it's 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 good. I we recommend. Perfect on the second day of Christmas. My true love gave to me a worldwide pandemic full of disease cubes. <laughs> You're all going to die. You're all going to die. Cooperative. <laughs> uh, pandemic. And yes. Any flavor. There's, yeah. I mean, then there's the new Pandemic Legacy. Which, if you've got a gaming group, I'd say that's great. I think so. Yeah. I think if you're just giving a casual gamer mm-hmm. a game uh, who might pull it out once a year or a couple of times, you know, yep. the base game is just fine. Yeah. Um, two to four players, 45 minutes of gameplay. It's light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taught this to groups of kids. Anybody will like yeah. this game. It's it's super easy. We played a lot of it when we first got it and then burned out on it. Yes. Because we played so much of it. It was like every day we were playing Pandemic. And, we, you know, we got a good engine going and we were yeah. then, you know, pretty content. But we still pull it out once in a while. Well, the nice thing about this game is, uh, like, first off, because it's cooperative, you mm-hmm. either win as a family or lose as a family. Exactly. So there's no hard feelings around the table of, oh, why did you do this? Why did you pick on me? It's another, it's another yeah. one of those games where... Uh, bad things can happen, but it happens to everybody, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the other nice thing is if you do get to the point where you've, you've figured the game out and it becomes, you know, oh, we can win every time, they have several expansions and each one makes the game harder. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> so, a, it's a hard enough game. Yeah, you play when, you're playing with, when you're playing with kids, especially. And it's a game yeah. where you can turn that volume, even yep. within the base game, you turn the volume up on how difficult you want it to be. So if, you know, everyone is tired of losing, just make it easier. And then yes. win and feel good and then, then make it harder again. I it's yeah, it's a great, great game. It's mm-hmm. not too dark. Nope. It's other not, than, you know, you know, humankind becomes extinct through a worldwide pandemic. Sp- no specific diseases named. Yeah, it does it through little wooden cubes. So it's not uh Yeah. <laughs> it's not too bad. No. Um On the third day of Christmas my true love gave to me. Ding 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 ding. All aboard. That's beautiful. Yeah. That was, uh, I want that track now. Take it to ride. <laughs> You're doing the app voice, aren't you? I, I, I just occurred <laughs> to me as I was doing it. That, yes. That's what it sounds like. Welcome to Ticket to Ride. Well, let's, uh, okay, we'll get into it. It's a mm. player for a game for two to five players. Uh, it has 30 minute gameplay. Um, because you're doing the app voice, I will say buy the physical version buy the app version you'll play them uh, both they have just updated the uh the app to be universal now right. so you don't have to get a separate app for your iphone hmm. uh, and it's a beautiful app for a great game yeah we play this one every once in a while yep. it doesn't scan it's not all the time but uh we have never grown tired of this game yes this, this is my wife's favorite board game huh P- easy i could imagine yeah yes. it's it's like once you got the rules you've got the rules mm-hmm. Um, and it is all ages like, it's, yes, because it's just colored cards. It's, it's, I mean, it's anyone can play my little daughter it, played yeah. as well. It's immediately accessible. Yeah. They have to be able to read city names or at least Meh. recognize them on a map. Yeah. That's about it. And she since the card itself that, actually but... shows them geographically on the map. Exactly. It's pretty easy to find where they are. We play a little open handed, but right. it's, yeah, it's still fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's essentially it. You're collecting colored cards. You're laying little colored trains on a simplified map of routes. 
uh, be the finish to f- first to finish your routes, get more routes, score the most points. That's it. And if you get bored, there are so many base mm. ma- uh, map expansions. Um, play Europe, Pennsylvania. I think they just did a UK and Pennsylvania map. Yes. Um, Which adds some new rules too. I think so. Yeah. So if you if you've burned out on the base game, um, there's places to go. So yeah. That being said, you might it's a kind of game you burn out on, and then you put it away for six months, and you pull it out, and you're like, oh, I forgot how fun this is. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So. It's a again. This is another great one to play with grandma and grandpa. Yeah, yeah, and other people that don't normally board game because it's so accessible. And the theme is one of those ones. Mm-hmm. It's just who who hates trains? Yeah, like unless you have some weird train phobia. Yep, not weird. Just totally natural train phobia because you know everyone. I've never heard of that. In fact, I'm sure somebody else. I grew up in a train family, so it's horrifying. Not, yeah. <laughs> you don't have train nightmares. You hear the bell ding. My train nightmares are every trip we took. My dad would explain where the trains were going to and from uh, for like half an hour when we saw a train. He'd be like, "Oh, that one's on its way to Chicago." Full of it's like I don't care. I don't this, care. This explains your 18 yes. X aversion. <laughs> like, hey Jeff, want to play a train? No, <laughs> but no, I I still love trains. Yeah, I'm um, just not hearing about them. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so like on that one a lot. The fourth day of Christmas, a board gamer gave to me seven wonders. Actually, I think I'm early on that longer one, but still, it fit for the yeah science or military. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to remember all the bits of it. Car drafting games. There we that- go. <laughs> seven wonders, two to seven players, uh, 30 minute gameplay. Lots of people really fast. And mm. it does not... We were finishing up a game once with uh, five of us, I think. And someone came over and went, oh, what are you guys doing? Because the ta- the entire table was covered. <laughs> I was tabulating the scores. They're just like, uh, my head hurts just looking at this. And we we're like, no, this is like the easiest game. Yeah. It, what- it. I agree. This is a game that looks way more complicated than it plays. Yeah. Yeah. I, I when I opened it I was like I thought this was supposed to be easy because it's so much stuff but then yeah it's it plays really well I mean mm-hmm. if someone's played Sushi Go and they like the card drafting mechanic and the whole idea of you get a hand of cards you pick one you pass your hand around so mm-hmm. you may or may not see your hand again yeah um, that if you like that whole idea and then you build a civilization instead of collecting food yeah who doesn't like building a civilization it's so satisfying yeah it's like civ ultra 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 light yes uh which is pretty cool um you know you you don't have 12 hour gameplay no so you can in the evening build an entire civilization um a little challenging it's Mm -hmm. not too difficult i mean it's pretty light yeah my kids play and they well, or my son plays it. This least. is more for the the media core gamer, not the hardcore. Yeah, I mean, hardcores will enjoy it, but they've played um, a board game before. Yes, exactly. This is not your your introductory game game. No, I would if you start them with Sushi Go, which uh, is we talked about on our last episode. Yeah, that's a great way to get them used to the mechanic without any of the math. Exactly. And planning. And then you say, hey, it's like Sushi Go, and they go like, oh yeah, okay, I get that part of it, and then they just and have then to you open the box and exactly. they cry. <laughs> No, it's it's good. Yeah, we we played it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not again. We don't pull it out all the time. Yeah. In the summer, I think we we were playing it every day for a little while, just because we had it out. And yes. It was like okay, it's once, right here. Once you get fast at it, it's you know, it's actually mm-hmm. easy to set up. Mm-hmm. It just looks intimidating, but there's enough variety. But it's not yeah hardcore for hardcore gaming. It's not that there's not that much depth. Mm-hmm. 
it's a little you're kind of want more but that's kind of good mm-hmm. um so on the next one on the whatever we on day of christmas my true love gave to me alter ego one <laughs> see this will make sense when you hear uh, the game <laughs> What are we talking about now? We're talking about code names, ah. uh, which uh, I'd say is the, it's a party game. It's for two to eight players. It has 15 minute gameplay. You're going to play it several times in a row. Um, and uh, it's the party game that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we haven't played it yet. No. But no. we will. We've watched videos. Yeah. And we've we've uh, wanted it. Yeah. And we we've talked about it. Yeah. But we just still haven't played it. No. I think it's hard to get... Games like this, I want to play with at least, you know, five plus people. Yes. And really... we don't have friends. No. This is the problem. Well, you know, we each can put on, a, you know, one or two sock puppets. Yes. And we could try to do a six-player game, but it's it's tiring. If you want to invite us over, uh, listeners out there, to yeah. play, we'll come. Like, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're normal folks. Yeah. You know, we wear pants and stuff. Pick the game up. Give us a shout. Yeah. We're over. Yeah, no, it just it sounds like a great game though. Um, you want to give the uh, what yes. the idea is? Uh, two rival spy masters know the secret identities of twenty five agents. Their teammates know the agents only by their code names. In code names, two teams try to compete to see who can make contact with all of their agents first. Spy masters give one word clues that can point to multiple words on the board. Their teammates try to guess the words of the right color while avoiding those that belong to the opposing team. And everyone wants to avoid the assassin. Codenames. Win or lose, it's fun to figure out the clues. Uh, that's about it. it. Uh, basically, yeah. you've got a, a grid of... You lay out a grid of cards. Yeah. And you're given a card that tells you which ones are your... You've got two spy masters, one for each team. Hmm. And they can see which ones are their words and which ones are the other team's words. Then you give a one-word clue, like banana, and mm-hmm. then a number, which is how many words that on the grid that um, clue applies to. Right. And then they try to figure out and cover up the correct ones. The team that gets the most right without hitting the assassin wins. That's so basically it. it. It's a good, very good, like total party game. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, or a it's, or filler in between other mm-hmm. games or something. It's pretty light, but uh, also better with probably an older crowd. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, if you've played Taboo as a game or mm-hmm. games like that, it's like that. Only everyone gets to participate more often. Yeah. Yes. And you're listening to the other team's clues, which are going to help you figure out which ones to avoid as well. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it was made by a a very renowned game designer and not a big company. So it actually has good gameplay. Yes. Which is, I think, why everyone was went crazy about it, because it was exciting to get a party game that that is that well made. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got a good party game when it's the game that after spending 12 hours on a show floor game people were playing back at their hotel room until three o'clock in the morning yes (laughs) all right on the sixth day of christmas my true love gave to me a token of affection and i don't know what else she gave you not much well you got many different licensed versions (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) uh yeah our next game is it's one of my favorites it's love letter um, and Love Letter uh, is between two to four players, 20 minute gameplay. And I think that's even stretching it. 20 minutes if you're First playing with time. a lot of people. Yeah. Or yeah. you're just learning. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, it's, uh, I, <laughs> do you want to describe Love Letter? Uh, 
I'll, I'll give the description you for it. You go with the flavor? Give I'll, the flavor? I'll give the flavor. Okay. All of the eligible young men and many of the not-so-young seek to woo the princess of Tempest. Unfortunately, she has locked herself in the palace, and you must rely on others to take your romantic letters to her. Will yours reach her first? Love letter is a game of risk, deduction, and luck. Your goal is to get your love letter into Princess Annette's hands while deflecting the letters from competing suitors. From a deck with only 16 cards, each player starts with only one card in hand. One card is removed from play. On a turn, you draw one card and play one card, trying to expose others and knock them from the game. Powerful cards lead to early gains, early gains, but you make you a target. Rely on weaker cards for too long, however, and your letter may be tossed in the fire. So you're essentially yeah. just like, you've got an identity and you're able to do something with the card, and then you play that against the other it's, players. It's similar to that. You have one card in your hand, you draw a second card, you have to play one of those cards and do what it says. Yeah. So it is... Like I've you, this is the game forced play exactly. I've played this game more than any other game I own uh, for a couple of reasons. One, you can play it with anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, people who think Yahtzee is challenging yeah. <laughs> get this game. There's there's two choices yeah. to do the one thing or the other thing. It's true. Yeah, uh, and secondly, it's so quick. Yeah. Like uh, if uh, my middle son loves this game, if you know we've got 15 minutes before bedtime, we can get a game of this in totally, uh, and it's fun. Um, I think and people it's cheap. People feel like they're doing a little bluffing too when they yes. play this. Oh, there's definitely mind games so that go on. There's, yeah. it's, it's this other psychological depth, I think, that makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. So with adults especially, yeah, you get that people are being cagey and yeah. it's so light though. And with luck to be fun because uh, yeah. there's a card where if you guess the other person's card, they're out of the round, uh, which is not, being out of the round is not bad in this game because a round lasts less than a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so getting knocked out it's uh it's okay there's another chance you know 35 seconds later exactly um but yeah with the uh, it's nice you guess and if you can guess the same person's card twice in a row it's like magic has just taken place yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun it costs nothing and if you like beautiful princesses or if you don't like beautiful princesses you can always get one of the other yeah uh, there's eight. batman yeah or if you like your princesses to be you know with bubblegum hair delicious you get the adventure time exactly. yeah and and each of those tweaks the rules a little bit which is nice yeah um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong. No, no. <laughs> On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me building a city, finishing stuff, <laughs> <laughs> municipal planning. Yeah. Magicoro. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing we planned this out before we did it. Like, I know. Just, that we, is kind we, of let's, just... let's introduce a whole way of doing the show without actually numbering any of the things oh, either. Fantastic. Like, I got it right, though. Oh, While you were singing your beautiful song. You counted? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Machi Koro. Um, two to four players, 30 minutes of gameplay. We've also played this one yep. a bazillion times. Um, do you want to give the overall idea? Uh, sure. I, this is a, a game where you build a city and you earn income and then you build more city and then you earn more income and you roll dice in between. Uh, and if you reach your goals first, you win. Uh, it's a uh, refined gameplay. It makes it a great game for all ages. It's straightforward, but the method you use, uh, the engine you build is up to you with little ones. The base game is plenty. Uh, young ones will have fun being part of the action and also have a chance to practice their numbers and develop their strategic strategic thinking. Uh, also, municipal ty- tyranny. <laughs> That's, uh, I'd say, pretty a pretty good description of it. Basically, yeah. it's a game of uh, you roll dice every turn, and uh, and it have a number. And if you have a card that has the corresponding number, you do something. 
that's pretty well it. And you're trying to build the best engine with the luck of the dice thrown in. And it ramps up really, well, it ramps up, Mm -hmm. um, which is nice. So it starts out with you have two cards and you you get a little income depending on the dice throw. And then it just slowly, the the tension and the excitement kind Mm -hmm. of builds uh, over the game. Yeah. Yeah, it has an interesting play. I mean, it's not overly... It's not combat. You, you buy cards that will either yeah. buff your rolls when they happen to you or have things happen when other people roll, yeah. which is nice, or move cards, steal cards. It's, uh, it's really, really simple. But then they added two editions uh, yes. so, or expansions. So there's a deluxe edition that includes all three. So, uh, you know, if this is just for somebody who's going to play with kids, mm-hmm. the base game is probably just fine yes uh but if you really want to get some play out of this uh the deluxe edition includes the harbor expansion the millionaire's row expansion which changes the game mechanics Mm -hmm. a fair bit like the selection of things you can add to your city is uh more random on Mm -hmm. um it's more controlled you don't have access to the entire yeah all of cards and you have it's a little bit longer gameplay because Mm -hmm. you have to reach a bit farther to build all the things you need more money yeah um and that's probably what cost it the the Spiel de Jahr award this mm-hmm. year. It it was, came, it was a nominee and it came in. Uh, it didn't win, and yes. I, I kind of suspect that's probably why. Is that the uh, the, the base game should have included all of that? Really, yeah. To to be a really full game. But that being said, the base game's price point is very good. It is, but it's <laughs> so, it's a card game at yeah. the end of the day. So yeah, it's I don't know. It's weird. I I I kind of like this game better mm-hmm. in a way, but I can see why it didn't win just because of that. You can definitely math out the base game. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with it. Exactly, because I think within you know a couple of plays, you were like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I guess yeah. this. Yeah. If you've played any game that requires rolling two d six, you know your odds yeah. of rolls, and that will affect exactly. your buys. Yeah. So it's not a. Yeah, there's not enough there. No, but but kids love it. Yes. Oh, it's and the card the it's very cute. And uh, it feels like a city has grown up in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. But next up on the uh, eighth day of Christmas, we should probably talk about uh, what did win the award. Are you going to sing? Are you going to lead me in the scene? I'm going to now. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Car-driven gunfights. I don't know. (laughs) Robbers and jewels. I'm standing on a train. Sheriff that shoots you. Or whatever he is. Marshall. That's okay. Yes. Marshall's a blazing six shooters blasting a 3D game board. That's the <laughs> there that's it is. the critical part. Yes. Uh yeah, so Machi Coro lost out to Colt Express for the two, 2015 Spiel de Jar award. Um I Colt Express is one of my favorites. It's a very light programming game. Uh if you want to hear more uh, listen to our uh, episode 17 on programming games. Uh, the strategy is simple, but the physicality of the train and the robbers is fantastic. Uh, while the strategy might be a lot lighter and the chaos a lot thicker than Machikoro, you can't go wrong with it for any age. Uh, it's great as a filler game or just a general all-ages game where everyone can laugh, cry. Uh, plus, they've recently come out with some very cool expansions. Yeah. There's the, uh, was it the horses? Yeah, so they've, got, they've added horses that you can jump off the train onto. The stage coach. A stage coach, which allows, uh, a, uh, there's a big prize to rob, but you have to get rid of the the uh, person with the shotgun riding on the, the top of the stagecoach, the, yeah. the guard. Right. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, your, your favorite little new one, that was a giveaway, but yeah, you can just print and play it as well. Exactly. They they added a, uh, a they're calling it the time machine car, 
because of not wanting to get sued. Yeah. It's uh, it's the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah. Which you can add to the game. Which and if totally makes sense. And it's it looks pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. it's uh it's a DeLorean that goes in front and then a couple cards that you can add into your pool and it'll do stuff. That's pretty awesome. I yeah, I want to play that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks uh it looks pretty fun. But we always have fun when we play this game. You can't not have fun. My, uh, I've, I have one child who cries often when he gets shot in this. Fair enough. But getting shot's a random, like, yeah. it's the kind of game. You're trying to shoot the person, yeah. but you, whether or not you that you accomplish that You're goal hoping you shoot someone. Really, yes. really exactly. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. Um, yeah, we have uh, we we go into depth on our our programming episode. Yeah. So if you want the full things, definitely listen there. But the the summation is we have some problem with some of the card art, yeah. but no problem with any of the gameplay. No, yeah, the gameplay is essentially a blindfold and a pistol. They've just you in a burlap sack for stealing stuff. It's a game where where uh, there's a round where you put your cards down and you have the best of intentions and you're like, yes, this plan will work. And then as soon as the first card is revealed, you go, oh wait, yeah, <laughs> none of this is going to be any good. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, did we say it's two to six players and yes. 30 to 40 minutes. So yes. it's, it's another and it, perfect. The, the game board's a 3D train. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's awesome and you get to run around on it. I like these games that are good for game groups, for yes. kids, for like their fillers. Mm-hmm. But they're also, if you got kids, they'll play it before bed or whatever after dinner. Yes. It's just a great all around game. So yeah, I can see, I get why it won. This is a light, happy, fun game. It is. Unlike of murder, of, well, no one dies. They just get shot, oh, that's and true, they go right? gall darn you take it. Wounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll yeah. get you next time. Exactly, feller, <laughs> feller. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, unlike what's up next. Well, this one's fun too, and involves shooting. On the eighth, ninth, we're on ninth. Ninth, I yeah. can't count. No, we're on ninth. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Nine, ten, on eleven, the, twelve. Yeah. On the ninth day of Christmas, somebody who didn't like me very much gave to me. A frozen wasteland filled with nothing. Junk piles to search. Shootouts to have. Refugees to save. Try to get the sled dogs. I don't know. <laughs> Lost the tone Everyone of the song. Everyone will die. die. <laughs> Arctic scavengers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One to five frostbitten players. 30 to 60 minutes. Uh, it is... If you like cards and you like everything about this, I don't, just go listen to episode 16 where we talk about it for an entire episode. Yes. Basically, you the, can say we like this game. The tension is palpable mm-hmm. in this game. You feel it. It's uh, it's it's uh, beautifully depressing. It is. <laughs> you get to make choices to just cast people away if you don't want them. And uh, and you're just trying to survive and keep your little gang build together. A, it's a deck builder. You you're build, building a family, really. Yeah, you build a very dysfunctional, dangerous family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, try to wipe out all the other families. I, again, I we yeah, I think we just say it's it. You probably wouldn't want to get this for somebody who doesn't play games. Yeah. Uh, but if if they even like light games, if they like um, you know a game like Dominion mm-hmm. or a game like that, they they will like this. See, that being said, my wife won't play Dominion, ah. but she'll play this one because it has more theme. Because of the theme, yeah. It's, ah. you, you can you can grasp the 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 victory conditions make sense in this. It's not okay. abstract. This is very very much like oh, get the most people, win. Okay. Yeah. It's a great, yeah, I, I think you could introduce this game to anybody if yes. you're the one explaining it. But if you just handed this to someone that doesn't play games, I think they might um, no. just look at you blankly. 
a little. It's yes. not complicated, but it's, it's not, complicated. not necessarily intuitive if you don't yes. game. But if you, uh, it's a good time because it's out now oh, it's, and it has two expansions in the box. It's seasonal. Uh, and uh, yes, <laughs> it's, uh, but it's a great time to get it because... I mean, I've had it for uh, how long have we had the game for now? Uh, months, months, and I haven't, I haven't even cracked the last expansion yet. No, yeah, I, in fact, I, I haven't played it a lot lately. Mm. I've been so busy with other games, but the I'm looking forward to playing this with a lot of family at Christmas. Yes, because I, I, all my family has played Dominion, so they, yes. they will get this, and I'm excited because I think I feel like your brother and this. your sister in law are gonna really get this one. They, uh, yeah, my brothers played this. He oh, he's played it. Yeah, he, they enjoyed it. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that a lot. It's a very good game. No, I think it's it's fun for everyone. And my kid plays it. Everybody plays it. Yes. Maybe the five year old doesn't play it. There's text on the cards. And there's so many different paths. Like your son plays it completely differently than I would ever think to play it. Yeah. And it's sometimes very effective. Yeah. And sometimes not at all effective. Totally. But man, does he enjoy oh. his strategy? Yeah. I I have a hard time imagining somebody not enjoying this. Because I think when we introduced it to, uh, you know, the game group, mm-hmm. it it was interesting. Every, yes. Everyone enjoyed it. But it, it, at the same time, you walk away going, how can I play this better? Yes. It definitely is a game where you think of your moves. Every turn is a decision and none of them are right. There's no, no. there's no mathing this game out. No. Yeah. And then if you don't like strategy, our next game is going to be the one that's for you. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. A big box of cards that combine in different ways to produce something different, except it's kind of the same. But really, that's a nitpick, and a lot of people really like it, and I probably should stop singing. It's just chaos. When you smash up. Smash up. Uh, Two to four players, 45 minutes of gameplay. Um, My eight-year-old loves this game. He loves this game. Uh, My wife tolerates it. I do not. This is one of those games. I I totally admire the game. I think mm-hmm. the, you know the, they went all out. The card art's great. They succeeded in what they were trying uh, to absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I think you know it's like on paper, it's a great idea for me. I, I yes. look. I looked at. It, I was like, yeah, that's that's a totally great idea. You take the card building concept, except what you do is you take two different decks of cards that are pre built. And one might be zombies, one might be kittens or whatever. Yep. It's some, they're chaotic, random things, alien surfers. It's, you know, who knows? Uh, you're going to mash those two decks together and you're going to fight with all the other people to uh, lay claim to these base cards that are put down and to win those. Mm-hmm. And they're, the game is all about card interaction. So um, there's going to be some rules lawyering that's going to happen because there's some insane card interaction does yes. that mean that I take the base but knock out your lowest, least, highest? Yes. It, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of, I get called into the room to uh, settle disputes. <laughs> um, I, I I totally get it. But if like I don't have a high tolerance for mayhem in games. Like, mm. I, I really don't. So I think if you, you don't mind mayhem and you like pretty games. Not even not mind mayhem. If you go looking for mayhem. Yeah, if you yes. like Munchkin. Yeah. Like if you like games that are just kind of chaotic mm-hmm. and uh, l- very low in strategy, like there's a little bit of strategy, but it's it's pretty low. Uh, then you'll probably like this one. And there's like a billion expansions. It's so many. This was a license to print money kind of franchise where you're just like, right. what other crazy things can we mash together? And it's kind of essential though. 
because yes. you need to keep adding new flavors to this thing. Yes. So that you can have, you know, zombie clown puppy dogs or whatever. <laughs> I, again, I, not to be negative about the game. I mean, that's why I recommend it. Cause I see how much fun my kid has with it. Yeah. Just not for me. Yeah. But again, if you like mayhem, this might be a game for you. Look at it and it's hard not to buy it. I think it's the kind of game where if you like the box art, you've got a good chance of liking the game. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a pile of estates, a mountain of gold, a little bit of silver, a bunch of bronze, and an engine that didn't work. <laughs> yes, we're talking about the original deck builder, Dominion. Yeah. Uh, which is for two to four players. It has 30-minute gameplay. Um, I mean, this is probably the modern, most modern gateway game that's been made. I think so. Yes. It is, it's, uh, it's, it's the game that changed how games are made and produced. Yeah. Yes. That would be a fair, I think. It's a board game without a board. It's a, it's a game that you hear people talk about in terms that are respectful, but kind of like exhausted. Yes. I think it's one of those games that people played to death Mm -hmm. when it came out Mm -hmm. and a lot of gamers burned out on it because it's, there's a lot of expansions, but it, you, it's a, and you build a little engine. To me, it's like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Right. Like you're like, you hear the radio and you go, Oh, I love that. And then after six months, you're like, Oh God, if I hear that song one more time, I'm going to, but two years (laughs) later you hear the song and you're like, Oh, that's a really good song. It's it's classic rock. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that's where Dominion is. You, you, Dominion is classic rock. It's classic rock. It is. It's yeah. a great song that you can put on and you know you're going to enjoy yeah. it. Yes. You just don't want it every day. That being said, when you first get it, yeah. you're going to play it so much. Right. I, I, I'm just now, I'm like, is it the ACDC of board games? Is it no, the Guess no. Who it's, of it's the Rolling games? Stone. It's the Rolling Stone of board games. It's probably the Beatles because of the way it changed the. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. There we go. Maybe the Elvis. Eh, I don't know. The, I'll go. With the I mean, because Elvis put rock and roll on the radio. Yeah. Right. And this kind, of, this put board games in into uh, into Barnes and Nobles. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know what else. What is there? To, I mean, you basically get cards, build your thing. I don't know. It's 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 so... uh, it's been described as four player solitaire, yeah. which is I think fair. I think it's a valid. Fair. If there's one complaint, it doesn't have the interaction, mm-hmm. uh, which Arctic Scavenger provides in a deck builder yeah but um it's a beautiful little puzzle that you are you've got 10 cards to buy plus victory cards plus money cards which all work together really well and it's it's the cards tell you what to do there's no everybody understands this game it's it's uh two turns in you're like okay i get that yeah Um, and that's that's great game design yeah um, you might not understand how to get victory out of that, but you mm. can build something and, and it's about playing combos of cards and purchasing those combos of cards and I think trying to you, set something up. Even if you don't win people, like I've, I played this with my whole family yeah. and, um, you know, my mom enjoyed this game. Mm-hmm. Like she's not a gamer. And after you finished your first game, mm-hmm. cause it's uh, whenever somebody plays their first game, they say, let's play again. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's very addictive. We played so yeah. much of it. And, uh, very satisfying though like because yep. just because you can get everyone to the table and it is it's a mellower game because mm-hmm. everyone's kind of in there like you said it's a bunch of solitaire going on yeah it's not a rowdy game it's a pretty con- contemplative game yep but um 
so yeah, it's not a super festive game, but everyone really enjoys it. It's if you like puzzles. And even if you don't win, you always get that one turn where you're like, yes, the thing I was building worked out. I was able to play this card, to play that card, to play that card, to get that victory points that I wanted. Y- yeah, you're going to get a dozen plays before you feel like you've figured out the engine completely. Mm-hmm. And you'll enjoy all those games. And then yeah. you might get tired of it. Yes. Put it away for a bit, but still. Then you'll pick it up six months later and... And it's always, if you want to introduce someone to games, Mm -hmm. this is such a great game to do it Mm -hmm. because it's hard not to like it. Yep. And there's a ton of variety in the base game. Yeah. And there are uh, a bunch of expansions that do a bunch of different things. So yeah. Dominion, you've heard of it. Yeah. You may have played it. (laughs) And now you should get it. Yes. For someone else. Yeah. Oh, are we near the, are we at the end? I think this is it. Oh my goodness, Jeff. Wow. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Some nice French farmland. A bunch of farmers, a knight and a thief. Don't forget the little pig. <laughs> I think we've. I think we ran that into uh, the ground. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's. Uh, so what? I I can't even give you a guess what we were talking about here. Yes. What is it? It's a. Uh, Carcassonne. Oh my goodness. Carcassonne. Uh, yes. For those Carcassonne. who... Carcassonne. Not Carcassonne. No. Uh, two to five players, 30 to 45 minutes gameplay. Uh, yeah. It is... I mean, you can play in less than 30 minutes. It's a light. It, very light. Um, you lay... But in a good way. Oh, yeah. Yes. We... My wife and I play this all the time still. Mm-hmm. I played on the iPad still. I played the other day. It's just one of those games that uh, you lay tiles, you place little wooden meeples... Uh, you're a farmer, you're a knight, you're a thief. You're going to go on roads, mm-hmm. cities, fields. Um, and that, in the base game, that's it. And you're basically trying to get the most points for satisfying the most conditions of having building out a city with all the tiles. Um, there's uh, so many variable versions mm-hmm. of the tiles so that there's little chunks of the city, but there's you know dozens of little types so you're you're when you draw that blind tile you don't know what you're going to get next and you're hoping it's going to be the tile you need to close your city in or end your road or do the thing that's going to score you those points and that you can get your little worker back and place them out again and back and forth and back and forth the game goes over i don't even know how many rounds it is until it ends until it ends i don't know yeah what is there 30 or it's fast it's fast yeah um yeah that's it i mean you like the rules you you'll learn them in a glance it's like just okay that's it it's it's the kind of game where you don't read the rules to people to teach them it no no you just start playing the game it is and their first turn they're like huh and their second turn they're like oh yeah and that's it that's it yeah and then as soon as you master that you add another wrinkle to the rules and as soon as you master that you get one of the uh how wait how many expansions did you say there was for this uh 987,461 i think that's closer to the truth than it isn't yeah it's uh and which is great and each expansion basically just tweaks a little rule a little bit adds a new tile type adds yes. a little thing yeah it's yeah a different type of meeple pretty phenomenal yeah. and you could combine multiple i've seen people like if you play it just the single base set yeah it's not that big it takes a little bit of table space but i've seen people take a you know a large table full put in all of the folds and and add a pile of these games together yeah. to play Mega Carcassonne. And I was like, oh, I want to play that. Like, you can make this game what you want. It, yeah. It's, it's, that's what's beautiful about it. And that's it? why it's one of the ultimate gateway games and why it stood the test of time is yeah. it's easy to teach someone 
And as soon as you master whatever level you're at, it goes up. Exactly. You can add something else. And that's what's fantastic about it. You, it's hard to get bored with this game. And, and five-year-olds can play it. Exactly. Because you give you give a five-year-old a Carcassonne tile and you have a bunch of tiles on the board. They immediately understand how it works. Is oh, it, the road has to touch the road. It's a 20-piece puzzle. Yes. Like it's not a hard one. No. And there's no words. There's no... Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's the least offensive game. Like yes. If you if you don't like the theme on Carcassonne, you're not human. There's something wrong with you. You should go away. Well, no, you don't like. You can be like get oh, out of French farmers. But if you're French offended, farmers. it's it's hard to be offended by it. Unless you had like a traumatizing experience you with know, a French farmer. Well, you, you know what I hate? Rolling countrysides. Oh, They're the worst. Pastoral types. Ugh. Don't even get me started on walled cities. Man, you agrarians. <laughs> so yeah, unless that's you. <laughs> In which case, why are you listening to this? Why that's, you, that's trouble, yeah. You live in a hole in a, <laughs> in a culvert under a road. <laughs> yes, which uh, we will put Carcassonne tiles on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, if somebody doesn't own this, I don't know who those people are, but if they don't own it, this is a great gift for them. Yep. Um, and if you really like them, get just get them the big box. Yeah. Because whatever... There's years of gameplay in the, in the big box. Yeah, they yeah. put like five expansions or yeah. something in a box. So They're all good. They're all good. Yeah. There's reskins, there's rethemes. I think there's another yeah. new one that just came out. Probably. I mean, there's just yeah, you look blink and there's another Kirby's yes. on there. That's all right. Yeah. Get the base game, get a big box instead. Uh, get the base game and a couple expansions. There's really you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is uh this has been our take on, you know, 12 good introductory games that are worth buying for people of yes. various states of gaming. The most giftable games around. Pretty much. Um, if you have any that you'd like to add to it, uh, you know, don't say battleship, um, you know, don't say operation, but no, listen if, to our episodes about those. Absolutely. Yes. No, they're, they're all great games. All games are great games, but mm-hmm. you know, some games, these ones are just better. Yeah, they are <laughs> better for all groups. I think that's yes. the, the thing is they're, they're inclusive. They're great for everyone. Everyone will have re- repeated fun. Mm-hmm. Unlike say Candyland. So <laughs> But you never know. If you're four or five, yep, you could play a thousand games. If that. you if you feel we missed a game mm-hmm. uh, that should have been on our twelve days, let us know what game it is, and let us know what you would have bumped out from Ab- our list of twelve. Absolutely, you can reach us breakingdads.com, breakingdads.com. Uh, it's still breakingdads.com. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, on Twitter uh, at Epic Gumdrop or at Breakdads. Yes, I was trying to remember which podcast we're doing for a second. <laughs> It's just a slurry of podcasts here this week. Um, yeah, let us know what you think about these ones, and uh, definitely add your own. I want to. I'm always eager to hear about other mm-hmm. gateway games or what people perceive to be uh, good introduction yes. introductory games because I like to play those. Yep. Um, until next time, I've been James, and I'm still Jeff. <laughs>